For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. So welcome to this episode of the Rocks Pile Rockies Report, brought to you by RocksPile.com. We are in beautiful San Diego today and honored to be joined by one of the voices of the Rockies Radio Network, Jerry Schimmel. Jerry, thanks. Well, thank you. You might, guys must be really desperate for an interview here, I guess. <laughs> well, the uh, the fryer was busy, so, you <laughs> okay. know. So. All right. <laughs> no, thanks so much. Yeah. I mean, you know, 10 years with the Rockies Radio Network. Congratulations yeah. on that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. That's gone by really quickly. So talk to me about some favorite memories, some things uh, from this past decade that you've been with this team. Yeah, it's been an interesting ride. You know, when I first got with the team, they'd come off a playoff berth in 2009. I started in 2010, and they kind of tanked the second half of that season my first year and then struggled for a couple years. And then the last couple years, as you know, Kevin making the playoffs, which has really been fun. But uh, in between uh, craziness, you know, that's that's the game of baseball. You never know what's going to happen. And had the, the opportunity to call some great walk-off wins and and I don't do the ninth inning so they have to be extra innings so uh, I've got a few of those under the belt but you know just the whole journey of doing baseball on a regular basis on a daily basis and and seeing the ups and downs of a team and kind of getting engaged with with the personnel with the players and the coaches and, and the front office is have been really rewarding it's been it's been probably more than I anticipated and ups and downs i gotta ask you about what's going on right now with the rockies at least in your mind this is certainly a down period it seems like yeah i don't think anybody really saw this coming either kevin i mean they were they were right there in that wild card chase before the all-star break and and really the middle of june uh playing pretty good after a slow start so i don't think anybody saw it coming i think you can pinpoint a few things i think the offense has been really up and down struggled for the most part on the road the kyle freeland thing has really been a factor that might be the number one thing with the pitching um, but just uh, a bullpen that's been sort of up and down, really good stretches, and then really poor stretches. So uh, hard to put your finger on one or two things. But when you look at the the 
the whole situation and factor in probably six or seven things, you got a team that's really struggling. Yeah, and and it's tough because you know we're we're in the clubhouse and we see these are human beings who are going through this too, and that's that's maybe the hardest yeah. thing at least. Yeah, it is, and because you want to pull for them, you, yeah. you come close to them, and you and I, especially with with Bud Black, I mean, yeah. he's one of the the best guys you'll ever deal with. I've been doing this a long time. You have too, and he's the best coach or manager I've ever had to deal with. And I have some great ones. George Carl and some others have been fantastic, but Bud's the top. So you want him to win. You want him to, to be successful, and the players the same way. You see that the, the passion that guys like Arenado and Blackman have and their dedication to the game and wanting to win every single day, you want that for them. And when that doesn't happen, you're disappointed too. But uh, we're able to, probably blessed, I suppose, you and I, Kevin, yep. to be able to step back and say, all right, I didn't really lose that game. It felt like I did, but I didn't really do that. Yeah, it's you know you talked about some of the great memories we could talk about disappointments all day but let's let's flash a little bit for you some of your best moments with this team yeah you know i think the the the, the two walk-off uh cycles that i've been a part of carlos gonzalez and then nolan arnado have really been fun um i thought that the the game in chicago last year where the rockies beat the cubs oh, in that and yeah. uh, you know, that one game playoff was really exciting because of the atmosphere because of the way it happened and Kyle Freeland makes six or seven scoreless innings in the bullpen. And then uh, at the end of that game, when Tony Walters had the game-winning hit and, and Goldberg over, uh, saved the, the day for him. And then uh, and then talking to Tony Walters afterward, and I still laugh about it, Kevin. I think you've heard this quote, but uh, you know, he's, he, he, I said, you know, congratulations. And Tony's like, isn't baseball great? The worst hitter on the team can be the hero. <laughs> so so <laughs> things like great. that really stick out for me. But there have been a lot of memorable ones. Those probably are the top three or four. Oh, good memories, and yeah, that, yeah. that night in Chicago. I think yeah. uh, hopefully Tony Walters won't ever have to buy another dinner in Denver <laughs> after that. So. Right. Well, and, and you know, you mentioned George Carl a moment ago, and and you had some great times with the Nuggets being there, their uh, voice for, for I think 1992 yeah. to 2010, right? Yeah, yeah, 18 years. Yeah. yeah. So, what's harder for you, calling a, a baseball game, calling mm-hmm. a basketball game? People might be surprised by this, Kevin, but uh, calling baseball, I think, is much more difficult. It's okay. it's more challenging. Uh, and, and maybe that's the talent level I have for it. I don't know. But it seems like in basketball, you start talking, you, you just follow the ball, and, and, and you're nonstop. In baseball, you got one pitch, and what happens? <laughs> Nothing for about 30 seconds. So you gotta you got to fill in, and you have to have – yeah, you don't have to rely on stats, but you have to have more stats at your fingertips. You have to have stories and anecdotes and 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 talk around the batting cage and uh, things you can fill in those those uh, silent moments with. And in basketball, you don't have that. Every once in a while, you can throw something in at a free throw and that and in between, you know, in and out of breaks. But with that's just a couple seconds. So <laughs> I think baseball is a lot more challenging. It, it I think it's a little more fun for me because I love the game more. Um, but it's at the same time very challenging. And the relationship that you have with Jack Corrigan and you guys going back and forth, I, I love to listen to you guys and, and drive around Denver and actually listen mm-hmm. to y'all when I'm not able to be at Coors. Just talk about that relationship and how yeah. you all built that. Yeah. So you're the one that's listening. Uh, we, were, <laughs> we were wondering who that was, Kevin. Hey, KOA, baby. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. <laughs> You know, it's it. It took a little while. You know, it took some adjustments, but uh, I think after you know probably a half or season or half a season or maybe a full season, it just got to the point where we almost subconsciously knew how to play off each other. We we knew that when hey this play happens and it's described, there's going to be silence. So if I'm doing that that play by play, Jack's going to jump in at that point. If he's doing it, I jump in. So we you just sort of almost subconsciously develop a chemistry, and uh, I think we we respect each other's time and opinion 
and try not to show each other up and yeah. if we say something wrong we don't try to correct each other on the air uh those sort of things where we know some other announcers who don't do that don't have that that blessing so um i think uh, right away there was a mutual respect that's kind of built and, and probably been pretty strong for about 10 years now that's it's amazing because you know i one of my fondest memories growing up is my grandpa listening to the St. Louis Cardinals on the radio, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the radio just got to be such a, a cool way to envision the baseball game. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys do such a great job bringing that vision to, to Rockets fans. Yeah, thank you. And and I do, did the same thing. My father listened to Minnesota Twins games growing go. up, uh, WCCO radio <laughs> in Minneapolis, uh, your big friend in the Midwest, they, I think they used to call it. And, uh, and I just got on with that. I mean, he'd have that thing on all the time. Yeah. And and uh, Dad said to me one time, you know what, baseball's just made for radio. And I always thought, you know, that is really true That's because it's just the, I think the, the pace of the game lends itself so beautifully to radio. You can add those stories. You can add background. You can add stats where in, in football and basketball sometimes you can't do that. So uh, it's, it's a blessing to be able to do baseball on the radio. I think it just fits really well. Well, and speaking of radio and blessing, I, I love the show that you're doing now, The Amazing Americans, mm-hmm. and all of these great stories that you're helping to bring into light in, honestly, a day that we kind of need some positivity yeah. out there. I think so, too, and that was part of my motivation for starting the show, Kevin, was to, to bring those positive stories out, because it just seems like we hear all the time the negative stuff, the, the yeah. political rhetoric. It's really old to me, anyway, really fast, and, and I just I, I knew there was these, all these incredible stories out there of these uh, incredible feats that people have have done and and the odds they've overcome and hey when you when you meet a, a woman who has no arms and she's the only licensed pilot in the world and fly, flies a plane with her feet I mean, how could you not want to tell that story or have her tell that story? So those kinds of things, uh, they motivate me. And I'm thinking, if they motivate me, then they must be motivating some other people. So maybe we can have a positive influence on somebody, get them off the couch or whatever it might be with these stories. Well, and, you know, I know you've had Jim Abbott, you've had Chad Bettis. Mm -hmm. You know, you've obviously brought in a little bit of the baseball, but these are so many great human beings just from all walks of life that... That tells such a great story. Yeah, I, I think so too. And and I found out too that these people like to tell their story. I think one of the reasons they were put in that predicament, like Jim Abbott, was to to share the story and have an impact on somebody in a positive way that might be going through something similar, not missing a hand necessarily, but some kind of conflict in their life or tragedy that's happened to them, and maybe they get some kind of good out of that. So, yeah, and I we try to. Try to go from all walks of life, not not just sports. Uh, we we you know there's a licensed pilot and you know, there's there's just some some things where you scratch your head and go, wait a minute, this guy is blind and climbed Mount Everest. Are are you serious? Yeah. You got to be that that doesn't make any <laughs> human sense. And so when he tells a story, he's like you're in awe, and and hopefully the listening audience is too. And I'm sitting on my couch while this guy's doing that. That's the amazing <laughs> thing, honestly. Well, so am I. <laughs> well. And- was your perspective always this way? I mean, I, I know the you know, so many people associate you with the, the crash in 1989 of United Airlines and the amazing story you have of that. How much did that refocus what you're doing now? I, I think it had everything to do with it, to be honest with you, Kevin. You know, I, I think I've always been a little bit of the adventurous type, but after I survived that plane crash where everybody around me died, I mean, everybody, guys sitting where you are next to me is gone. Everybody, I'm in a circle of people who died, and and I just I realized that I got a second chance that these people didn't get. 112 people died that I they uh, they didn't get the, the chance that I have to live again, and I wanted to take advantage of that. I, I wanted to 
not necessarily check off the bucket list, but man, if I, if I had something I wanted to do, I was going to try to go get it. And that's what I've done. And then that inspired me to tell the story about other people doing the same thing. All right. If, if these people can do it, if I can get back out of a plane crash and do these things and these people can do it with what they've gone through, then anybody can. So, or at least most people can, and maybe that'll, that'll get them going. That'll be that little fire that gets them going. But to answer your question, yeah, I think the plane crash probably had everything to do with the, with the radio show. And I know, you know, reading a couple of quotes from you after that plane crash and, and talking about getting back on a plane like you do all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, you've said that, you know, if, if God wants a plane to crash, I'm not going to change his mind. Right. You know, and your faith is so important to you. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that that's been a big part of not only what happened since, but really everything you do every day. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's everything I do. I think you're right. Everything I do, every, at least I try to make it that way, revolves around my Christian faith. And, and I just believe that God's got the perfect plan for everybody. And like you said, if he's going to have me crash in a plane again, he's going to do it. And I'm not going to talk him out of that. So uh, that, that to me takes fear away that 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 is you know what i i got I, I can enjoy life because i know god is in control no matter what happens to me he's got that plan so um, i don't have a lot of control over a lot of things but god has control over everything and so when when i found out kevin when you live your life that way everything gets kind of falls into place do uh do tragedies not happen no do you still have conflicts yes do you still uh, scratch your head at some of the things your kids do once a while? Yeah, absolutely. Do you still have disagreements with your wife? Yes, all those things happen. Does your team win? No, they don't always win. But knowing God is in control brings the joy back from all those things, and it brings, back, it, brings it back around for me on a daily basis. And talk to me just a little bit about the, the biking that you do. I know you've gone all the way across America. There's been a movie about that. I mean, so many amazing things. And, again, it's you using your God-given abilities to, to impact other people. And I yeah. think that's fascinating. Yeah, th- thank you. Uh, you know, that it all kind of started, I, I did triathlons when I was young, before the plane crash, and, and I, I was had this plan to turn pro as a triathlon. I was never good enough to do that, but I you know, had some ses- success on a regional basis. And, and one of the things I really enjoyed was the biking aspect of it, of those three disciplines. And then after the plane crash, I, I needed something physical to hold on to, something that I could do that would kind of take me away from the crash. And I started cycling again, and I don't know what it was, but there was something about the speed and exhilaration and the effort and the sweat, whatever it might be. I just It just felt right. It felt like great therapy. And I just love getting on a bike and, and pedaling. Uh, it's funny, I was walking over here to the ballpark today, and there was a bunch of people riding their bike, just uh, went along on the road past me. I go, yeah. man, that looks fun. I was like, wait a minute. You do that every day? What do you mean it looks fun? But I wanted to be on my bicycle. So I, I turned that into a love of cycling. I turned that into a fundraising idea. So I just thought, you know, one day I, I love doing long-distance rides. Let me see if I can ride across the country for charity. And I've done that twice as rides and once as a race and, and been able to, to raise some funds in the process. It's, it's amazing. And I know you take away time during the season to, to give back as well, which yeah. is fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I, I have in my contract, actually, that I get time off to these races. I haven't done one. Um, I haven't done a big one in a couple of years, but uh, and I haven't taken any time off to do the races this year. But uh, next year, I'm, I'm thinking about doing uh, Solo Ram, which is solo race across America, which wow. will be the biggest challenge of my life, without question. Wow. Now, what, what intrigues you about that? I'm curious. <laughs> you know, I did it as a two-person relay team in 2015. That was the movie you mentioned, Godspeed. And, and after that, uh, uh, for a while, I thought, there is no way I'm ever going to do this again. And then it sort of just kind of 
it kind of built on me a little bit, kind of eating away at me like, you know what, people have finished this race on their own. Maybe you could, it's something you can do. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought I'd like to give it a shot. So I waited till next year because I turned, I turned 60 and they give you an extra day to finish. It used to be 12 <laughs> days and now when you're 60 or older, they give you 13 days to finish. Well, there you go. Benefits yeah. of age, yeah. I guess. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> well, there's, there's so much going on. You, you cram a lot into a day. If you're on the road like we are today in San Diego, how do you fit all that in? I mean, this is a long day for, for you all prep, preparing for tonight's game. Yeah, it takes a lot of discipline. It, it really does. You, you know that, traveling with the team. But, you know, like a typical day like today, uh, I, I get up and worked out. It was on the, the stationary bike for an hour, came back and did some prep, caught up on some correspondence, walked over the ballpark, this interview. I've got yeah. a couple interviews I'll do. I'll, I'll, you know, hang around the batting cage and all that. So, it, yeah, it's a full day. I think a lot of people look at radio broadcasters and say, oh, they show up at the ballpark and tw- half hour before. Nice, yeah, right? yeah, it must be nice. <laughs> Flip on the switch and you go. It doesn't work that way. It's the same way with a writer. You yeah. got to spend more time here than we do. I know that. So it, it, it can be a long day, but you know, there's certain things that that I I've cut out. Um, uh, I used to in my younger days go out after a game. I don't do that much at all anymore. I watch very little TV. Hardly ever turn the TV on. In fact, that I think I've had the TV on. We've been here on this road road trip for like four or five. I think I had the TV on for maybe once for ten minutes. Wow. Just I wanted to see a. a a, a video um, and that's it and, and I just I turn the TV off and that that allows me to take that time to do other things that are a little more productive very nice so what do you see for the rest of the season is <laughs> is this what we've got or uh, what, yeah, what are you a, thinking that's a great I was gonna ask you that question <laughs> Shoot. Um, you know I think there is a run in them Kevin I think they probably dug themselves too big a hole to get out of it with a run but I do see this team playing better I, I think they're gonna at some point, you know, win 10 out of 13 or something like that and, and make it interesting. I just hope they go down fighting. I, yeah. I think they're probably out of it, but I hope it doesn't continue to slide like it is right now. I do think there are some better days in the last month and a half of this team. I'm excited to see September call-ups and see what yeah. some of these young guys can do. So, you know, hate to say that's what I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to, but, hey, yeah. Jerry, thanks so much for yeah. being here, man. I Absolutely. really appreciate the time. Make sure that you check out Amazing Americans, Jerry and Jack on KOA and the Rockies Radio Network, wherever you are. And uh, we will bring you another episode of the Rocks Pile Rockies Report very soon. Thank you for listening. Uh, Kevin Henry uh, signing off from Petco Park. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.